0: We're almost at Christmas, folks, and it's great to uh, you know as we sit and get ready for the postseason. It's great to actually sit back and chat a bit of all the different people. We're delighted uh, to welcome on Paddy Clifford, uh, Kerry, obviously Kerry G a uh, footballer. Paddy, speaking to you a few months ago, you've had one hell of a year. I mean, it's uh, obviously congratulations, um, and it's just been. That that year's flown in, but definitely a year for you, for you know, just just for you to remember. But a year that you're that you'll definitely look back on with fond memories, is
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Everything kind of went well, and um, <coughs> we kind of everything we kind of put our mind to, we we managed to go over the line. I'd say it would, it'd be hard to have a year like this again, but um, I, I've enjoyed it anyway. I've enjoyed it, while it's happened.
0: I don't want to go too much into the, just into the GA or the God talk at all, potty, but I will. I will ask this, you know. I was sitting in July, August, watching it on TV, thinking to myself, how how does anybody cope with that? Not pressure, but I guess the eyes are on you. And we were talking before, when we last spoken for a lad that's now won the All-Ireland. You know, you look at the next 68 weeks for players in the NFL and the pressure that, that, that they're under. How do you go around or how do you go about as a player or, or as an athlete with handling that pressure and have you any advice that you would give them over the next few months or were you very much like just take it one game at a time or what was your sort of focus? Like
1: you're, 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 you're taking it literally one training session at a time, one practice at a time for them um, and just every training trying to do the basics right, you're not thinking ahead, you're not, you're not, even, thinking, you're not even thinking about the next session and getting all the basics right. And then then when you, when you know you're fully prepared, I suppose it's, it, it's a small bit easier than at least, you know, in your head that you're fully prepared. There's nothing else you could have done to prepare yourself. So, um, yeah, just to take it every session at a time and and tick all the boxes. That's probably the only bit of advice.
2: I suppose it's funny, um, where when we're looking ahead to the playoffs, I guess a buzzword at the moment is definitely home field advantage playing in front of those fans i mean look i was lucky to be at the all ireland this year and you saw the scramble for tickets i know like you're kind of removed from that and you're not paying attention to it at the time but i don't feel advantage is massive like if the playoffs do go through philadelphia at the moment if they were go- going to go through buffalo like we know that place would be a fortress and it kind of completely changes the game kind of what is that literally like because we saw say at the end of the all ireland how the fans were able to come in for it for Kerry. And now it's kind of a simple question but like it does play a part, right?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think the crowd just give, gives you that extra lift, and um, it's it's obviously massive. It's when you, it, it probably probably uh, it brings you on another another few percent when you can hear that when you can hear that roar of the crowd, and the Kerry crowd are great. Um, but I suppose it's it's probably more important again in 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 in, in, in the playoffs as when. When one team is trying to call plays, um, when the, when the opposing team is trying to trying to call, call plays, and, and the, the 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 stadium is so low, especially in um, Buffalo and, and Philly, they're a great fans. Um, they I'd say if they can, if they can both get be, be number one seats, it's going to be hard to beat them um, in their in their in their in their home stands.
3: Poddy, when you look at the game in Ireland, it's really grown to new levels. Um, The Kerry lads were at the college game in the Aviva in August, uh, which was a huge uh, success. Um, Do you think the growth is something that you've noticed in the last calendar year?
1: Um, Yeah, I have, I suppose. When I I started watching first myself, there wasn't that many people interested. But I think um, with social media and the amount of coverage that the game is getting now. Obviously, it was always getting a lot of coverage, but yeah, I've seen a massive increase. I think every year and I'd say it'll increase, it'll increase because it is a great game and um, it can be enjoyed by everyone.
2: Yeah, do you know what? And it's grown like crazy in Ireland. Look, we talked a few weeks about it, maybe 10 years ago when I started following the NFL. I don't know about yourself, how long you've been following, but we'll get into it in a second. But certainly there's a level that it's grown to now that... Tiger Leader, a former iconic player, has set up the leader kicking to get more Irish sports people involved in playing American football. And there's a particular focus on kicking skills because Ireland, we know with our rugby players, certainly with our GA players and even our soccer players that they're well able to kick ball. Look, this isn't to get lads into the NFL. We know that the Australians are definitely doing it. Michael Dixon from Australia was a, a pro baller last year. The transferable skills are there for the... Australian football that GA lads are going over. Coming from Kerry, there's such an emphasis on football. Do you think that American football can break into that, or is it another code that like lads don't really want to touch? Or do you think lads might be interested? I, I mean, from your part of the world, we already have a, a lad kicking in in um, in America uh, for Georgia. It, do you think it'd be too difficult to get into Kerry and beyond?
1: I suppose, it, I suppose you'd have to see a pathway that you can um, succeed. I suppose your man from um, the guy from Castle Island, he's with Georgia Tech. Obviously, they they, they were a powerhouse one time, um, but still still a very prestigious college. Obviously, so there's a pathway for him. He he get his degree and the Steelers kicker actually he won the, the punter of the year award. He actually went to Georgia Tech before before this this the guy from Castle Island took hold from then. Um, so it's interesting. He. There's a pathway there that he can get into the NFL, um, but yeah, I suppose people are gonna need to see that it's possible, and um, maybe one or two getting in will uh will will be the will be the reason that people, if if one or two maybe can get into the NFL and and get starting positions, that could that could be the that could be the um door opened. I think that we Irish people we have the technique we. We have the kicking technique, definitely. So just if there was a pathway, maybe um, it might happen, hopefully. It'd be great to see.
3: Party, I kind of have a fun question for you here. If if you played in the NFL, what position do you think you'd be strongest at, other than probably a kicker?
1: Um, defensive, I'd be a safety. Um, I'd be a, Q, a Q, QB as a QB offensive
3: <laughs> interesting um, so just about the Steelers now you're obviously a big Steelers fan I'd love to know how you kind of got into the NFL and what made you specifically pick the Steelers I can't even
1: remember how I got into the NFL I just know that I used to just be I watch every sport and I just remember um, when I was young I must have just been flicking through all the channels and said I'll, 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 I'll watched this and I watched it and enjoyed it and um, the Steelers. Then I'm not a hundred percent sure. I remember, I remember the terrible towels and it was at a it was at a time where the Steelers were, were um, they were won two Super Bowls in in, in a few years. Um, had players like I loved Paul Amalu. uh I remember him, his hair, but he was an unbelievable player. Uh, Big Ben, obviously. Um, and I just I didn't know kind of grew from there and. I was never going to switch from the Steelers then, especially when they were having success. I suppose the last bit of success we we've had is the losing the Super Bowl to to Green Bay, which was obviously disappointing. We haven't been back since, but um, maybe soon. Maybe maybe in the next ten years, hopefully.
0: I've got uh, fond memories probably of watching that Super Bowl against Green Bay in Belfast many moons ago. And it's funny because this time last year, well, around this time last year, it seems obviously you had Big Ben's last game in Pittsburgh uh, in week 17 last year. It seems like that was five minutes ago now. It's really been, a, I guess, a, a 10 to 12 months of real change in Pittsburgh. and. Um, You've had a busy time yourself. I'm not sure if you've seen too much of Kenny Pickett. There was talk about his hand size, just just ridiculous stuff going on. But now he's he's in Pittsburgh. He looks to be their man, albeit they had Mr. Biscay. over the last few weeks, say, what have you taken so far this season from the Steelers? I, I, like, do you think Kenny Pickett is a long term answer, or would you like to see him go out and try and get somebody maybe more established in the league? Or what's your thoughts about it?
1: So, there's a lot there. The answer, I suppose the Steelers in general are, are trying to find the they're trying to find themselves again. Um and I think over the last few weeks they kind of have um an idea of where they're gonna go. They've really concentrated on stopping the run, which was a, obviously a massive problem the last few years. Um getting getting defensively solid again and then establishing uh the run ourselves, which we are a, a bit more because um Warren is is a good um number two going back to, to Nagy so that's working very well obviously we have a young offensive line I presume in the draft we'll be looking for um, a first round offensive line player uh, which would, would be a massive help and I think there's a lot of good players a lot of good pieces so I'm not giving up hope yet obviously for this for the next maybe two or three years hopefully we might, we might get back to where we were um, and I, I for the quarterback position i'm not a hundred percent sure either i i've liked a lot i've liked a lot of what uh pickett does but um he doesn't have i, I wouldn't think i wouldn't think he has the superstar quality of um of a um, mahomes or joe burrow or um uh, qb's like that and then as it should should the sears go for someone more established i wouldn't go that way i don't think there's anyone available um the last one would have, probably would have been Russell Wilson, but obviously, that we saw how that had worked out. Um, and I don't think there's any going to be any quarterbacks where the Steelers are going to be picking, which is probably maybe maybe ninth, tenth. Um, I, I don't think there's any going to be any good quarterbacks left because a lot of teams need, need them. If, if, I, if, if, if ideally, I'd love to have Bryce Young at Pittsburgh if we had tanked, but. Tanking is the Pittsburgh
2: way, and that's fair enough too. You know, tanking isn't the way that Pittsburgh goes, and as long as you have Mike Tomlin there, it seems that they can never go full rebuild. But say you're able to put on your kind of fan hat for a second and you're able to make the Steelers in your own mould. They have been so defensive, which is great, and it's been their calling card. But with Kenny Pickett there now... Do you kind of look across the fence and see other players, not even so much Mahomes and uh, Burrow because they're more traditional, but you see Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Lamar Mar- Jackson – because the Steelers are so traditional, it seems, would you be envious of those teams that have these like high powered offenses? I know the Steelers in your time with Antonio Brown and Big Ben did have that big passing game, but as the NFL develops, it seems that the Steelers are one of those teams that are yeah, focusing on the run and that. Are you jealous of those fans that get to watch those other kind of offenses?
1: It's probably, it is what held the Steelers back. Um, too traditional. Um, kind of afraid to think outside the box, really. Um, so yeah, that is that is disappointing. I'm not a major fan of um the quarterbacks you called out there because they they're exciting to watch, but they are very hit and miss. Whereas I think Pickett can become um as good as them anyway, at least. I I I've actually been he's been decent, to be fair, and I think be giving giving him um a, a decent offensive coordinator, the Matt Canada isn't gonna be the answer. So if we got a decent uh, offensive coordinator, which that gives him freedom, because we saw the freedom when he was when he was at Pitt, he was able to run, He he was throwing. He was one of the best quarterbacks in college. So, um, I I think with a good offensive coordinator, um, hand him the reins and see what he can do. But, Jane, I, I I get your point. The Steelers have been too traditional, and it can be. It can be frustrating, I suppose, when, when you look at the other high-powered offences.
2: Let me jump back in, lads, for one more, because just because you're saying it there, they've also been spoiled with fantastic wide receivers for the last few years. And you, Is it equally as frustrating when a Chase Claypool comes along and they are thinking, okay, here's the future, and then they trade him away, but at the same time you have George Pickens, so you can't complain, I suppose, you're just not allowed to buy a jersey with someone's name on it, right?
1: I'll stick to buying TJ Watt and uh, Lincoln Fitzpatrick jerseys. But... Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I kind of get your point. I suppose we obviously had Antonio Brown. That was out of their control. Um, moved on to Juju. Juju was a good uh, second receiver, but he didn't have the star quality of Antonio Brown when, when he was um, when he was on the number one quarterback and he, when he was being doubled. So I wasn't disappointed there. Claypool um, was a good deep threat, but very inconsistent. So I, I wasn't overly totally disappointed there to get a second round pick for him. Um, and I, I we've landed on Pickens, and uh, he looks he looks the real deal. And I like Deontay Johnson as well, very good road runner. Um, him and Pickens can can work well together, in a, in a more, um, as you said, in an offense that, where we can kind of throw the shackles off a bit more. I think they'll they'll be good um, a good one two punch. And then you've got uh Firmish as well. I, I like him as well. So no, I'm I'm happy I'm happy where we are when it comes to receiver, to be honest with that.
3: We're going to introduce a kind of quick-fire NFL-GAA crossover now with these questions. Um, so one thing I'd like to know, Paddy, is who that is playing in the league currently would kind of inspire you or you would look up to as an athlete?
1: So Je- Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. Um, I just like his, his movement and um, everything about him, really. Um, Joe Burrow. I like uh, I like everything about Boro really. Uh, I like his personality as well, but um, I think he's yeah, he's top class considering he was he was obviously things that didn't all go so well for him when he t- when he transferred from Ohio State, and he and he was with L- his first year at LSU. He was um, he was probably he was average and um t- turned it all around, but. I, I like that about him. And um, Fitzpatrick, Lincoln Fitzpatrick. He's the man.
3: I think they're all good, solid choices. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no doubt. If you were doing the draft in the morning, what would be your best combine drill? 40-yard uh, dash, three-count drill, vertical, broad jump, bench press, the catching drill? What would be the one that you'd uh, gravitate towards?
1: Probably
2: broad jump, maybe. Oh, nice. If one of these players was playing for or against maybe for Kerry who would you not want it to be maybe we'll just go for for a uh, for convenience sake. would you want to play alongside TJ Watt Cam Hayward Minka Fitzpatrick or Nadia Harris
1: I suppose TJ alongside. Watt and uh, Hayward are probably a bit big for footballers but um, so we'll go with the you say Minka Fitzpatrick yeah
2: Minka yeah no yeah, doubt yeah, we'll, and we'll if,
1: go for Minka and put him centre back
2: and uh, if Jack O'Connor was an NFL head coach living or dead who would he remind you of I have a list I can suggest you but maybe you have your Um, own
1: maybe like um, Pete Carroll he's a kind of a players um, manager gets on very well with the players and obviously very tactically tactically very good as well, which Pete Carroll obviously is from his days in um, in USC and, and with, with Seattle. So I go Pete Carroll.
0: You can literally picture Pete Carroll standing the croaker right now. I had just that impression. <laughs> uh, here, last one to finish off, probably been very, very generous for your time, mate. We are sitting here in December in, in the in the depths of this season. You know, we've only got a few more weeks of the regular season left. Teams are starting to come out of their shells. You're seeing teams starting to make a run. Two sides of this question who have you got in the Super Bowl in February? Who's going to win it as of right now? And tell us and, you know, tell people listening as well, because eh, I had people eh, people come to me in Munich the night before the game talking about Kerry and the NFL and all used boys. What happens on a Super Bowl Sunday in Kerry? Is it a quiet affair in the house or is there somewhere to head to watch it? And, you know, just for people listening that are down in that direction. Um, so who
1: who, who, will, who do I think will be in the Super Bowl? Um obviously the AFC is going to be very competitive. Um I I think the Bengals Chiefs are Bills but I I'll go I I'll go I go our division rivals the Bengals um against the Eagles. Yeah, they they look good and <clears throat> uh, the Bengals would win that matchup if they could get there. I think the winner is going to come from the AFC. Um the Eagles will get there but they they won't beat the AFC side. And then the Super Bowl it all, all depends really who's um who who's in it I suppose. We usually just meet up a few a few friends and, and watch it and um yeah, watch it together at a house or, or something like that. And um there there's a few maybe there's a few bars that might have might have late license that would have it on as well and things like that. But well, there's a great atmosphere on for it and uh everyone really looks forward to it and um hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be a great super bowl again this year
0: hopefully sir hopefully i am fortunate enough and i know hopefully a few others are going to be in Arizona this year so what i will do is i will uh i'll if i get in i'll wear a carry top and, and and take a picture and definitely send it to you lads for the crack on uh, super bowl sunday please god but uh, here look you've been not just fantastic and very very much appreciate your time now but just j- just the last year as well party and we, we couldn't be more delighted for you and your family and for your counties so thanks a million for your time man and uh, enjoy the rest over uh, Christmas but you know b- before you know it the champ will be back on again man. thanks very much.